Hi, sluts. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. I'm Danny, a Sag sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. I almost just gave you a big three. I <laughs> <laughs> like, got so stressed out for a second there. Danny and I have been best friends our entire lives. We have one brain. We're just morphing into one person slowly day by day. But we are your Astro Sluts. Thank you. Thanks for calling Astro Sluts. Leave your birth time. If you want to know how to get that guy, text their mom. We're going to need that time. We'll be your latest crush. Call us Astro Sluts. Did you give your big three? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, my mom said something so cute. We were like talking about my, or I was talking about the podcast with my parents uh-huh. on the phone, and they said something like, "My mom was like, oh, you and Danny just like just have such great energy together. Like, you know, you just like really play off each other." I was like, you know, like whatever. Like, yeah, we've been we've been friends for so long. Like, yeah. And she was like, "But you know, you the two of you were like that when you were three years old. Aww. Like, you were. It just was always like you had known each other like forever. That is so cute." It's movie night. Today we're going to be talking about how you can use your Chiron placement to progress your plot. Some of our favorite slumber party movies. Bullshit rom-coms taught us. And we'll close it out with a mystery date. What kind of updates do you have for us this week? Um, I feel like I have a lot to say. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that thank you for putting this in here because I wouldn't have remembered but we talked about this week was um I just like consistently have hooked up slash dated people born in 1989 like it's so weird and I think last week we talked talked about it about it and we were like why yeah but then I realized I asked this other guy who I've been hooking up with for a while um I asked for his birth chart because I was just like okay I need to know because you deserve it yeah I'm like we're not even really talking anymore so like whatever give me your birth chart and he was also born in 1989 and honestly I didn't think he was so then it made me even more like oh my god like what the fuck is going on um so I did some research we took over (laughs) that we handed it to me yeah um so Basically, everyone in 1989 has a Capricorn stellium. Mm-hmm. There's was like a lot of like of the outer planets in Capricorn at that time, and it is very much like the Kanye energy yeah. that Danny talked about. Like, yeah, totally. And I think even like a lot of people that I have hooked up with not only have that Capricorn stellium just from being born in 1989, but like. One of my exes was a Capricorn sun and moon. Actually, this other guy I was hooking up with was a Capricorn moon. So there is just like other. Yeah, there's like even more planets like added to that, which is interesting. And for me, Capricorn is in my fourth house. So that's like your home foundation, your parents, your family life. Like my mom's a Capricorn. And then that fourth house energy, it's just like a very safe like Mm -hmm. welcoming it feels very natural to me so yeah that was kind of wild very interesting yeah something else I've been thinking about a lot lately obviously like I just think about like dating and relationships like all the time now (laughs) it's like just like forever like exploring it I feel like in my free time um but I've been thinking a lot about like being like palatable and like more likable and like 
I mean, not that I'm trying to do that, but I think it's like an interesting thing that sometimes my brain goes to being like, oh, you could just like, you could just do this. Or like, if you just stop doing this, like, I think it's so natural to be like, oh, like, why can't I just like shut my mouth sometimes? (laughs) And then like, I would maybe be and like have a couple more guys to talk to. And it's like, I mean, I could, but then it's like, I always just have this like, come back to like well then you would not be your truest self and like I don't mean in terms of like causing chaos it's more just like sometimes I feel like I need to like speak my truth or like just be my authentic self and I'm like I know that's not always the most like acceptable yeah fuck that though I know like I think it's just like an interesting that even like I'm so comfortable in myself but I still like I'm like oh if you just like get over it or just do this Mm -hmm. or just do this and I'm like I just don't like I just don't want to yeah and like yeah maybe it would be like easier but I don't know I've been thinking about that a lot this sounding like misogyny I mean it is yeah yeah I mean that's the whole point but it's just like I think like a lot of people feel like I just think that's not like a me thing is why I'm sharing it like I think it's just like so easy to be like oh if I just like if I just got over the fact that he does this or if I just got over the fact that like sometimes they blow me off or screw me over and it's like well does that like align with what you as a person like want and your morals and like everything like that like I think it's just like so much more important to like keep that in the center Mm -hmm. being like does that like align with what I really am like truly feeling or am I just like doing that to be more like palatable easy going go with the flow whatever mm-hmm. I've just been thinking about that a lot this week yeah absolutely even like I don't know I've been like trying to like talk to new guys so that's like I feel like I'm like it's people I don't know that well and I'm like do I like really say what I want to say yeah. or do I just be like yeah oh it's chill like you know what I mean totally it's like easier when you know people well but I don't know when you're still like like I've been trying to be like okay why don't you just like say what you fucking think because what's the point of like getting into something with someone who doesn't even want like your true self anyways I don't know but it's like obviously not it's like a weird thing to do when you're just starting out like in a not in a relationship necessarily but like a a foundation with someone okay I feel like this connects to one of my things Uh exclusive tiktok only content um we made our fortune tellers last week and my fortune did come true yeah so if you haven't downloaded our free fortune teller yet do that because it works (laughs) um I'm like that's I'm like I'm feeling coy that's all I say (laughs) I'll say but um no I was like really self-conscious not like really self-conscious I was like just kind of overthinking like just things about myself yeah in the past like week and then this person listens to the podcast so I was like oh like they like know yeah totally what I'm like mm-hmm. I don't have to like be we- like I don't have to like yeah not be myself because I was like oh like yeah this didn't fucking they've heard it right yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but I like was thinking about the same shit yeah totally totally. I feel like on that same vibe I was like gonna go on a date later this week Mm -hmm. and I was like I wouldn't say excited about like the person (laughs) (laughs) this is terrible see this is why (laughs) this is why this shit never works out for me 
like the the guy was probably fine. He was like seemed really nice. He seemed really nice. Yeah, I liked him from the two screenshots I got. Um, I did too. But like, I just like well, like whatever. But like, it was really nice. He like planned like a fun date for us. Yeah, like. That I just like no one. I have not been on a date no. in like a year. I know. Like, I, no texted one has, you. I was like, oh, you're going on a date date. Yeah. Like, like no one has like offered to buy me dinner in a year. Okay. Maybe they haven't. I haven't said yes. But like, <laughs> oh my God. Everything I say, I'm like, let's backtrack. That was my fault. Like, oh my God. So bad. <laughs> but like, no one. I've not gone on a date in like since like last summer. And so I was like, like looking forward to it I was like oh my god this is fun I'm gonna start like dating like Mm -hmm. I should just like date people I have this whole thing I'm like I'm only like doing things with guys that like I get shit out of like I need to get like a nice dinner a fun night a bag a vacation like whatever so I'm like have this whole like new plot line for myself and then like (laughs) and then he's like I've started seeing someone kind of seriously so like I'm gonna cancel Friday and now I'm like well fuck it all like I'm over the whole dating thing yeah I'm just like oh see that's what I didn't even care about you that much anyways but now I'm like now I don't care about the whole thing anymore I just think that's really nice of him to say that though like that is so mature just example for everyone how easy it is to just say that though yeah I know no it was like it's like a fine thing to say like I don't take it like in any kind of negative way but I'm more just like oh like see that's why I don't do this like what is the point you know no (laughs) like like why am I why would I date someone if I don't want to be in a relationship because then like people do want that and then I'm like oh see why am I doing this well not everyone does just yeah apparently he did yeah I don't know that guy from was like I'm in a non-monogamous like long-term relationship which like that's fine but also I'm like Everyone's just like, what's relationships? It's just like weird. I don't know. But yeah, I think I'm over the dating thing. All right. Yeah, so we tried it. (laughs) And? End scene. Well, I'm just having a great time recently. I feel like I'm living my life. Um, Everything I do these days is so funny. Like, I'm just acting so funny, I think. Like... I was cooking dinner the other night, hit myself on the head with a pan. <laughs> like, me at home by myself has just been me cackling at That's good. everything I do, which is so fun. Like, yeah. out loud, I'm laughing at myself all day long, um, which is fun. I do feel like all this energy in Pisces right now, I have no brain. Yeah. Zero brain cells are functioning for me right now. There's Neptune conjunct the sun just happened in Mm -hmm. Pisces. And like, I just can't. And there's like a ton of other planets there too. I cannot believe. I mean, I can believe that Pisces feel like this all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, I'm asleep right now. (laughs) Like, I'm not. I'm like barely present. (laughs) I feel like my undiagnosed neurodivergence, it's like the symptoms are through the roof. Yeah. It's like I wake up 
And I'm like, okay, I need to do this one thing. I'm like, okay, I need to like do my dishes today. Yeah. And then suddenly the sun is down. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten yet today. Yeah. Like that's how my days have been going recently. Oh my God. I'm like, this full moon in Virgo needs to really whip me into shape, please. I know. Thank God. Full moon in Virgo and then Aries season all this weekend. Yeah. Like, get me back. Yeah. Get me Let's some energy. Get back. <laughs> yeah. Moving. From the DMs. Love y'all's podcast. I'm a Taurus sun, Sagittarius moon, and Libra rising. But my sun, Mercury is in Gemini, Mars, Gemini, Venus and Taurus, Jupiter and Taurus, Saturn and Taurus are all in the eighth house. How would you say this affects me and what are some ways to best work with that energy? So very fun chart. Your rising sign is the same as Danny's. So all of your house placements line up. Because Libra is the sixth sign of the zodiac, like from the like stock placement Mm -hmm. it's all it's your like houses are flipped 180 degrees so basically all of the houses have the opposite rulers in them so like for example like we talk or like you mentioned Taurus is in your eighth house which is the opposite Taurus is the opposite of Scorpio so Scorpio rules the eighth house but you have Taurus in it so like We'll get more into it, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's just, like, lots of, like, duality, lots of opposition in your chart, like, as is. Yeah. If you want to think about it in terms of, like, what we talked about last week, like, we talked about the nodes and how they're, like, opposite each other. So, it's the same thing. So, we have, like, we personally have, like, our Virgo North node, Pisces South node. So, you almost have that same energy. Like, I talked a little bit about this with, like, my 6th house, 12th house opposite signs in the chart so if you want to look at it that way that might be a helpful thing just remembering your placements are like ruled by the opposite um planet so I would say like your eighth house like placements probably make you like tend to be like kind of serious about relationships Mm -hmm. like Taurus Venus is going to make you like very attracted to romance but like Also, we know you have, like, the Gemini in there. Like, things need to, like, stay exciting and, like, or the Gemini Mars, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, I think, like, there's also, there's an aspect of attraction for you that is, like, you need intellectual stimulation and you need it to stay, like, exciting and fresh. But at the same time, like, Taurus is, like, very sensual and, like, more, like, physical attraction. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time... You have a Sagittarius moon that's opposite that Mars and Gemini. So, like, are your feelings involved? Like, I feel like you very much want to stay your own person and need to stay your own person, even though you have these, like, impulses to be in this, like, Mm -hmm. deep romance. Yeah, totally. So for like the eighth house energy, I think that you're asking a little bit about you're going to have like even though you don't necessarily have Scorpio placements, those kinds of like traits and bigger themes of Scorpio, like intensity, maybe a little possessive or like intimacy, possession, intensity, mystery are all going to be like a little more prevalent, I would say, especially like in your relationships. 
Um, also within just like your core self, like your ego, you have your sun there in the eighth house, but you do have that like opposing Taurus energy there. So I wouldn't say you're going to be like, like if you had those placements in Scorpio and you had like a Scorpio stellium, like that would be so prevalent and that would be a little different, but that opposition of Taurus, um, and a little bit more of that, like grounded energy, I think it would be like a nice balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, (laughs) to talk about myself I do think that's why I have like all of my placements even though they are like I mean I have like very strong placements but since they're always in like the opposing side like the opposing house Mm -hmm. I feel like it just like centers it brings like I mean that's very Libra energy you have that Libra rising like you do have like the balance throughout your chart so like you do have those kind of like more intense themes just because a lot of stuff exists in the eighth house but you do have like the opposition to like pull you back down to earth with like literally the Taurus earth sign placements. Yeah, yeah. In terms of like compatibility, I think you could get along with a Scorpio really well just because you do understand those themes with all that eighth house energy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like an earth sign could be fun for you. Like an earth I'm like so me. I was about to say an earth sign or I mean an air sign with like some yeah. earth in them. Like totally. Because I feel you like... You have the Gemini placements, but you also have, like, heavy Earth energy. Yeah. there's We have Libra, we have Sag, we have Gemini. Like, I th- I'm mm-hmm. an Aquarius. Sounds like... That yeah, sounds totally. fun. Um, but I do think, like, some Earth placements in there would be important for you to, like... Yeah, make you feel like you're on the same page. Yeah. For Astro Education uh, Slut School this week, we are talking about Chiron. So Chiron is our wounded healer, is what it's referred to oftentimes in astrology. It is a... Also depends on how you look at it. Some people say it's like a dwarf planet. Some people say it's like an asteroid. Is that what it (laughs) is? Pushes up my glasses. I'm like, well, it was discovered in 1977. So it is another, like, newer topic Mm -hmm. in astrology, like the nodes. Um, It was first classified as an asteroid, but Mm -hmm. today it is both a minor planet and a comet. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it just, yeah, it is interesting that it works in, like, multiple ways. Yeah. Um, It orbits between Saturn and Uranus. So it kind of, like, has themes of both, like, restriction and then versus expansion. We'll get into a little bit about what that means. But if you want to keep that in mind, that's where it is like in the universe. A little mythology. Yeah. Just very brief because I am in no way like a mythology expert or even. Yeah. I know I have one <laughs> sentence about nothing. what it is. But. Um, but Chiron is like a demigod, mm-hmm. half horse and half man. Um, so he's being a demigod is like he's like immortal um but he was wounded in a battle and like the the wound was like poisoned Mm -hmm. so that meant like the wound could not heal but he had to live with like this infected wound like forever Mm -hmm. um and but like became like a healer himself like could heal other people's wounds but couldn't heal his own wound Mm -hmm. um I don't really know the rest of the myth, yeah. but... I would say in astrology, he's just referred to as, like, the healer who couldn't heal himself. Yeah, totally. Um, which is just, like, interesting. Like, he's, like, this half-horse, half-man. Like, uh-huh. is kind of... Like, is it a, a planet? Is it, right? <laughs> is it, like... It, is it a planet? Is mm-hmm. it a comet? Is it an asteroid? Right. Like, it is very... There's, like, a lot of... Um, 
that's up for interpretation. Yeah. It has an elliptical orbit, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, so it takes different amounts of time to go through each of the signs, but the full cycle takes about 50 years. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Honestly, I like I didn't realize how broad the range was. Oh, it's yeah, like it's literally huge. goes from like one and a half years to eight years in a sign. Yeah. I was in my head it was like six to eight because yeah, I, I knew know. it wasn't and then I was like, oh wait, that's like so <laughs> different. Um so I thought that was really interesting. So Chiron represents like your core wounds, um, but also like how you can heal others. So it's kind of like I know we say like take your broken heart, turn it into art. Yeah. I feel like it has very much <laughs> that energy like recognizing what you have going on within yourself and then like how can you like use that to help others help yourself like create art whatever you want to put into the world I also think that's like what makes Chiron like a little more personal at least in my opinion because it very much like I think it really relates to like things that have happened in your personal life Mm -hmm. and then like that's what you see as like your core wound like we just like don't have the same exact life experience like basically but not really so like my core wound is not your core wound even though like our chirons are in the same placement so Mm -hmm. I think that's like what also makes this like we were just saying like it has a lot of like there's a lot of things like up for personal interpretation and I think that's what makes this like another level of that is like what you see as like your biggest like weakness or insecurity or biggest like source of trauma is just like not going to be what anyone else does necessarily yeah do you want to talk about how Chiron shows up in your birth chart sure um so in Scorpio Scorpio is one of the placements that Chiron like lingers a little longer so we both have that placement um my Chiron is in the second house so that's where Scorpio lives in my chart um For me, I would say, like, this is very much, like, a relationship sexual trauma placement Um, in the book Cosmic Health. It's, like, one of my favorite books ever. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend. But she talks a lot about being your Chiron, being, like, learning how to integrate. So for Scorpio, I should say, your Scorpio and Chiron and Scorpio is about learning how to integrate sexuality as a divine part of yourself cute I know and I just love that I think that's really cool and she it's kind of like mentioned things about um like you might have had like kind of like mistrust or like traumatic incidents that have to do with like intimacy whether that's like sexual or just like letting people in like relationship wise like early in life and then that's kind of like what you're supposed to do with it is like create like a safe space like an intimate space for people to come into um Mine is in the second house, so we talked about this, like, I feel like a little bit with the um, current sky, with the south node in Scorpio. I feel Mm -hmm. like it has, like, a similar energy for me, just because those are, like, two things that live there right now. But, like, so I talked about with the south node in Scorpio, like, themes of, like, abundance versus scarcity, just Mm -hmm. since, like, that's kind of where your, like, assets and finances live. Um, But I think in terms of, like, more, like, relationship vibes or like intimacy things it like for me it's like a lot about like bare minimum in terms of like your relationships and what you accept versus being like oh I could have more like literally I was just saying in the beginning like I'm like I don't even want to fucking go on a date but like yeah someone could also pay for my dinner (laughs) like for me I'm just like very much like just like get to the point like what do you want from me but then there's also like well why don't you allow that in Like, you could allow someone to, like, buy you a pair of shoes before you have sex with them. Or you could just have sex with them. And, like, not that that's not fine, but I think there is, like, that energy of me just being, like, 
almost like so bare like to the point when it's like you could like invite a little more like abundance and like a little more effort like energy into that aspect of your life you could use this a little more for financial gain. That's not even what I mean. I mean, like, for energy. Like, just, like, someone could, like, flirt with me or, like, be nice to me yeah. or, like, put in effort, like, take me out to dinner. Right. Like, just, you I'm could, more like, joking about the shoes. Yeah. But, like, you could just, like, like, I just, like, think someone's hot. They think I'm hot. And I'm, like, done. Easy. Go. Yeah. Like, you could have more. Like, there right, could be, like, get to know a each flirt other. and convos and fun. Like, yeah, there just is, like, more fun. to it. Um. But I also thought it was interesting, like, one of my goals for the year was really trying to, like, look at, like, sexual trauma, relationship trauma, and, like, heal that. And that's, like, this, like Scorpio's in um, the South Node is in Scorpio right now. So I feel like that's, like, perfect time to, like, use that kind of other Scorpio energy that's happening into, like, along with my Chiron to, like, heal that. Yeah. And then, like, see how we can move forward with it. Thought the timing aligned nicely. Um, and I also just like the idea of like your strength of like being and establishing like intimacy and safe spaces that people can be vulnerable in. Because like I like to think that's what we do here. Yeah. And I like to think that's what I do for like my friends too. Mm -hmm. So as we said, my Chiron is also in Scorpio. Um, we're obviously obsessed with dating like that's why we have a podcast like we just like love to like think about it and like overanalyze like everything because mm -hmm. fun um, and definitely like I just have such a hard time like letting people in and yeah. if like I let someone in and they like don't know that that is like such an honor not okay yeah. <laughs> um uh, mine is in the seventh house then so just which is a partnerships famously mm -hmm. just really a very difficult time with commitment even though like my moon is in the seventh house as well like it's like so emotional but like I just like can't do it kind mm -hmm. of vibe um I think it is ultimately I if I like try if I like whatever have feelings for someone and try to be in a partnership I like realize like I think that I can't be in a partnership until I like heal my own wounds yeah. like I feel like I need to have done all of the work on myself in order to like be ready mm -hmm. to be there for someone else um gift wise I feel like both in my music and this podcast like my two like favorite things mm -hmm. um I like use these wounds from my partnerships that are like really do feel like the <laughs> most distressing yeah. thing of my life um into like healing myself and healing other people like through my art mm -hmm. adorable yeah that's funny I never really thought about it that way but like literally the only things that have like ever gone wrong or been like very like detrimental to my life are like in terms of relationships yeah yeah, yeah. like intimacy yeah mm. and that's just like everything that I like share with the world 
I like want to like share like this happened to me like do we connect because this also happened to you or like Mm -hmm. if I tell you about this like maybe that won't happen to you kind of thing so Chiron currently in the sky is in Aries it moved into Aries in 2018 and will be there until 2027 so we're here we're here here for a long time (laughs) and maybe a good time um I feel like this is like manifesting and like just the masses are like finally like getting really angry about like mm-hmm. injustices and like all these like things that like at least in our f- in America like things that are like so like the core wound of America yeah <laughs> um like people are finally like ready to fight about it yeah i also think it feels like a lot of like very masculine very egocentric energy and like not really in a positive way not like self-confidence more in like you know just like the toxic male ego yeah and those egos how those egos have like like wounded everyone literally everyone including themselves yeah totally so for me Aries is in my seventh house so that's where that puts Chiron currently Um, And again, that'll be just like really taking inventory of relationship wounds. So very similar to what I talked about with like that kind of like South Node energy in Scorpio, like kind of called me to do some of that healing. I feel like this is like opposite that, but like still like same energy. It's obviously not in the second house, but like that seventh house is still very relationship heavy. Um, So just like taking inventory of like past, present future kind of what I want for myself in relationships for me it's currently in the 12th house and I now that I'm thinking about it like I feel like 2018 is when probably my mental health like aggressively declined Mm -hmm. and um yeah I just think until 2027 we will be you know doing the work Mm -hmm. which is great i'm like glad i'm getting this out of the way now yeah literally (laughs) um for compatibility when it comes to chiron if you wanted to do like some advanced astrologying you could like look at a synastry chart which we haven't really talked about yet on the podcast but basically a synastry chart is when you take your birth chart and put someone else's birth chart directly on top of it and see like how things kind of line up or not um so if you did that like I'm sure I don't feel qualified to discuss this at any further lengths but like you could probably tell if a relationship was going to be wounding to you or healing to you um based on like your Chiron aspects with each other but in general I feel like so much of relationships are like figuring out each other's wounds and like do your wounds like trigger their wounds or whatever and like there's so much being in a relationship is just like choosing whether or not you're willing to work through yeah these things with the other person or not yeah more like I mean you could definitely look at just like where your Chiron is if they have any placements there things like that but The main thing that's going to, like, really probably help you is just being, like, understanding of that person's wounds and, like, where they come from. But then also, like, leaning into their gifts. Like, okay, yes, this is, like, their main trauma. But, like, what can they also, like, how can you, like, learn from them? And then, like, how to do the opposite. 
as you may have noticed, it's a slumber party season, so we thought we would do a movie night episode. I didn't even think about this, but I'm glad we're doing it this episode because, like, Chiron was kind of dark, huh? Yeah, so we are lightening things totally. up. So basically, we're just going to talk about some of our favorite, like, slumber party movies mm-hmm. and what, like, we think the characters' placements are. We'll start with the Cheetah Girls. Obviously. Obviously. Um, I would like to say I did watch, I did watch this yeah, in the past so week. Good. Wild. Wild. Um, Galleria. Yeah. Something else. Um, first of all, I just would like to say I forgot her dad is Italian. Oh my god, I know. Like, so random. I know. Why is he Italian? I honestly like did not watch this movie, but I was on like Disney Wiki, like me last minute trying to fucking spark notes every childhood <laughs> movie we've watched. And it's like of Italian and African American yeah. descent on like the Disney Wiki page. I was like, wait, I forgot that was the thing. Like it was so funny. I'm like, oh my god. Like thank you for like noting that. Right. But like, wait, what? Um, but she is just like totally delusional. Yeah. With so much confidence. Yeah. Hysterical. Um. So I think it's got to be a Leo Sun. Okay. A Libra Moon, uh-huh. a Pisces Rising. See, I think she's a Virgo. Really? She's such a bossy bitch. Yeah. I feel like to her, whole, it's like she just has to be the star, though, is yeah. what I see. Like, see, that's she has where to I get like the, the Virgo leader. from. For me, yeah, that's I guess like, it has to be perfect. Yeah. Okay, no, no, I believe Like, you. I'm like, no, she thinks she's Beyonce. Yeah, true. She's a Virgo. True. I mean, Leo, yes. So yes. true, too. But yeah, I was kind of thinking it was more like, Virgo because she also they're like in high school and she's like yelling at them that's you know true. what I mean I'm like Ma'am. okay 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 maybe <laughs> like, let's like maybe tone it down maybe Virgo sun Leo moon yeah Pisces rising yeah like Leo is there but I feel like there's like the moon Leo's are not that like intense on like the rule side the yeah. rehearsal schedule <laughs> that's like a little more there's an earth placement for me okay somewhere. no I agree mm-hmm Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chanel, also a fucking icon. Yeah, oh my god, I um, love Chanel. Just I, f- the scene where they spontaneously do a full dance number in the street. If you oh recall. yeah, very funny. Um, but I think Chanel is Libra Sun. Uh huh. Cancer Moon. Mm-hmm. Gemini Rising. Okay, I have. Chanel as a Leo son solely based on like when she spends all the money on her mom's credit card okay true I think for me that was that was maybe cancer moon okay is mom mom totally hurtful but no I see that Mm -hmm. the hair is giving yeah as well yeah she has like major Leo energy in my book and okay and then also because she is like the like other lead singer yeah but like 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 gallery is the lead but like chanel's the lead but you're like well but gallery is the lead chanel like could be the lead like she's has like the natural the natural like powerus yeah like, she's like supposed to be but like gallery is just never gonna let that happen because it's yeah. gallery she's a virgo right okay i believe you um dorinda I'm laughing because I have her name as Darina on my <laughs> notes, and I was like, that's not it. <laughs> Darina. Darinda. 
Um, just solely based off the fact that um she hides her family yeah. from her friends. It has to be a Scorpio. Yeah, sun. totally. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I have Virgo Moon Aquarius rising. Uh huh. I yeah, I'm not mad at that. I definitely have like the Earth energy because she's just like the only one that has a job. She's yeah, like actually no, she's like, like providing for herself and like very structured. She like is a dancer. She like works. Like she kind of like has a lot more like sh- she's got a lot more at stake than she the has, other girlies. Right. She has like dreams, but she's like, okay, how this am I going to do, this? do yeah. that? Exactly. The other two are just like shopping and they get their hair done. They're like, <laughs> we're pop stars. Like, no, it's the high school talent show. <laughs> um, But yeah, I totally see the Scorpio. Yeah. The hiding the family is like a big, it's a big aspect she has. Um, and of course, Aqua. Aqua. Who I shock, I actually did not have them as an Aquarius. I know I wanted to, but I'm like, it, it doesn't, doesn't really seem fit, right. but like it would be more fun if she was an Aquarius. Yeah. Um, I, she is just a little princess. Mm-hmm. Bougie, 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 bougie girl. Um, but also an airhead. Yeah. But also, has some fire like when she yeah. gets mad with Dorinda yeah. like very She's intimidating snooty. so we have like a lot going mm-hmm. on um I have Pisces sun mm-hmm. Aries moon Taurus rising that's funny I was yeah I don't have placements for all these people because that's just too overwhelming for me but I was gonna say like Aries Taurus yeah but I like the Pisces the Pi- she is tripping everywhere yeah, no, like, I forgot about that part of her no, character head in the clouds mm-hmm, that's for sure. funny yeah <laughs> next we have the princess diaries one of our classic sleepover movies so I have a very distinct memory of Danny and I watching the princess diaries but as is it children. the second one because my memories of the second one no we did watch the second one but I remember we like got the wrong one I remember I remember we got oh. we wanted to have M&Ms on pizza so like your mom of course had like the cutest spread we like of, decorated like, our pizza yeah. including M- M&Ms um, but then we got the second movie, so it was cute that we did oh, that. But it okay. was but it was not like the movie where the M and M's on yeah, the pizza happen. It's like he brings her the pizza in the yeah. first movie. Okay. Sorry, yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I'm like, no, they're like sliding down the slide. It's at the palace. Yeah, yeah, but just I just remember that like so That's clearly. So funny, yeah. yeah. So for Miss Mia Thermopolis. <laughs> <laughs> like the only movie i could give you like full full names <laughs> of everyone um for miss mia i would say a pisces yes she really like comes into her own but if we recall at the beginning she like throws up when she has to give a speech she like gets <laughs> sat on by a person she's just like totally like doesn't exist in like the world of her school she's like on her own I, right little experience are, do are pisces like really klutzy I feel like I'm because I've said Aqua was yeah. a Pisces. I feel like Mia's uh-huh. a Pisces. I'm thinking of one Pisces friend I have in particular that is I don't like know. just doesn't know where their limbs yeah. are kind of vibe. That's funny. I don't know that many girly girl Pisces, yeah. I guess. But I think they kinda are like airheady, ditzy. Yeah. So like that does line up with also being else, like, like your body doing. not being a really on track. Yeah. Um, the queen, 
mean, she's probably a Taurus. She's a queen. A queen is never late. A queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. She's a Taurus. And then Lily, this is my favorite one because Lily's obviously an Aquarius because who else would be <laughs> mad when their best friend was a princess than a fucking Aquarius? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's all. Um, next we have iconic um, confessions of a teenage drama queen, which are the best movies of all time. So good. I would like to point out that I watched it on DVD. You're so crazy. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to get Disney Plus. Yeah. And I didn't feel like finding it. I mean, I wish I had a DVD. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I found no, our. It's just funny that you have it. And, and you have a DVD we player. We have a portable DVD player. Yeah. I was literally like, should I start bringing my portable DVD player places? You that would be so funny. It's of so me. funny. Me with my desktop computer yeah, and my desktop DVD player. Amazing. Um, yeah. So catch me hanging around At the club Chicago. Catch showing me. a DVD. That's funny. That is really funny. You could, funny. like, charge admission. <laughs> um, or if, like, someone wants, if someone's done, someone wants to, like, go outside. I'm like, oh, yeah. take, take my DVD, DVD player. Get out of the car. Like, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen's loaded <laughs> up. <laughs> There's bonus features. Literally. I forgot that there were, used to there be, so like. many programs and things. Yes, but I forgot there used to be ads at the beginning of DVDs. It's like mm. coming soon Previews. to theaters. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. forgot that those existed. Um, okay, but so Lola. I mean, oh. Lola's name is not even Lola. So that shows you a lot. She picked This bitch picked her name to be Lola. It's true. I really did not like the plots of them, like, not calling her Lola or, like, yeah. calling her... It feel I don't know. It just it feels transphobic to me. Yeah, I mean it's more like just like a bratty tomb girl. Like I'm Lola. Like I bitch, know. What? I just didn't like. Just feel like people. Yeah. People act like that. I don't know. It just it it gave me an icky feeling. I'm like just if she says her name's Lola, like yeah, call her Lola. But like I get it. But it still made me sad because I was like, you are Lola. I, I mean, like, she is. I Lola. was like, I see you. Like, even if your fucking mom doesn't. Like. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more the name choice that's funny for me. It's not that she chose a different name. It's more like that no, this I teen mean, girl was like, I'm Lola. Oh, like, that's no, something I would have so said. So funny. No, it's like, so funny. I just I'm sorry, like, what? I'm just obviously mad at Disney anyway right yeah. now. So I'm like, yeah, fair. Um, it's a different time. But so, um,. It very, she's very creative. Mm-hmm. I was, when I began the film, I was like, skiving Aquarius. Mm. But then she gets called strange and mm-hmm. flips out. I was like, okay, so you're clearly not an Aquarius. Yeah, no, she's a Leo. Is yeah. <laughs> um, I have Scorpio moon and I have Aquarius rising. Okay, that makes sense. Um... Yeah, she holds a funeral for her favorite band, obviously a Scorpio man. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she's, like, very emo as much as she is self-centered. Yeah. And, Won't like, the give literal anything star. up, like, so much fixed energy. Mm-hmm. But then also the hunger strike happened. I was like, no, there is Aquarius someplace yeah. here. Yeah. 
no totally oh my god the hunger strike I forgot about that and like as much as she like she does like really reject her new setting which is very Aquarius yeah she like is like no I do not live in this like new place like she's like I'm still gonna like own my New York energy kind of thing like she refuses to fit in yeah but yeah like the I mean like the scene on the train the like theater aspect the name Lola like I don't know why Lola to me is just so like Leo whatever Lola wants Lola exactly (laughs) famously exactly like she's a Leo um Ella Mm -hmm. a rule follower yeah so anxious Mm -hmm. sobbing about having to lie yeah but just turn fiery there at the end um before Mm -hmm. I announce her placements this girl is gay oh for sure this, this girl is a lesbian is gay. This, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if i've ever seen a queer coded character um these placements are also aside from the moon the, she's just that's funny the character yeah is, yeah which i was cackling about um but pisces sun mm-hmm. aries moon mm. cancer rising okay I would say, see, I feel like less, like, fire. Like, for me, it's more, like, very earth, very water. But I feel like she gets, like, feels, like, really betrayed when, like, something that sticks out to me is, like, how she, like, freaks out when she, like, like, when she's, like, learns that, like, Lola's not her name or, like, she lies about her dad and, like, all those things. So Mm -hmm. I feel like a very, like, earth sign energy, like, a little put off by, like, like, the lying yeah kind of thing um and but like she totally gets dragged by her like she's literally getting dragged around by this girl the entire time so like definitely like a Pisces or some kind of water sign because she's just like whatever Lola wants yeah I'm just her friend that I just met but like let me just follow this girl and ride for her yeah it's kind of a funny I don't know I feel like the end though like where she's like, no, like you cannot just let Carla have yeah. this role. Like you made me feel like I could, like yeah, you know, do true. this. And like I don't know, I feel like she is like her emotions are so quick. Yeah, like you lied to me, we're immediately yeah, distraught. Totally. It's not like wait, you lied to me. Like, well, no, we are like in yeah. immediately totally. in the I dramatics as well. Yeah, we thought we'd also include Book Smart, a newer, a newer one, but like such a good. Yeah, like such a s- iconic slumber party movie, even though it's like three years old. Or right, whatever. like I'm really happy for the kids that the are get to watch today. that. Like it is so funny. Like it I watched so it and loved it, but like, wow. I know I need to rewatch it because I watched it like when it came out with my parents and we were like wait that was really good like it was really funny watching it again like made me like really appreciate like how good it was um so Molly Mm. um girl boss yeah um the film starts out with like the aggressive meditation oh yeah 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 um, just like in general, thinks she's better than everyone else. Has like a winning mindset. Mm-hmm. Is like correcting the grammar in the yeah. in the bathroom graffiti. Um, and so okay, so it's giving Virgo Sun. Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like she acts like really chaotic under pressure, uh-huh. and is like we have some selfishness here. Like when she yeah. says no to Malala. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I have Virgo Sun. 
Leo Moon, Aries Rising. Fun. Yeah, I totally, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rules, chaos. Literally. Fire. Girl boss. But like, also on the craziest, weirdest adventure ever. Very funny. Yeah. Um, For Amy, his best friend. Um... Very so nice, so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, r- cares about like social causes, yeah. which okay, we'll get into. Um, is like very chill. Like, does not want to go to the parties. I think another important fact is that she masturbates with stuffed animals. Yeah, has never lied to her parents. Is just in general trying to go home the whole movie. Totally. Her objective for it's the like, film is the to go out. home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> I also think this is funny. Um, won't sing karaoke until the girl that she's in love with is like, you have to sing. And then she's like, okay, okay, fine. Um, so I have, I have Pisces sun, mm-hmm. cancer moon. Me, I'm like Pisces sun masturbates with stuffed animals. Literally. <laughs> um, I have, also I think I confused moon. myself. Um, I think I want to say Aquarius rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Mrs. Fine is so fucking hot. It's their teacher. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I wasn't fully yassified last time I watched this movie, but, like, wow, she's kind of everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me, I obviously have, like, <laughs> the cast it. pulled up because I just like, yeah. can't recall anything ever. No. Yeah, she's... She was in a show I watched recently. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, is su- The character's very chill, dependable. Um, weird that she does want to fuck a student. That is concerning. Yeah. That's not the best part. Um, no. That plot. So um, and she goes to the party. Yeah. The student's party. Yeah. Yikes. Um, I have Taurus Sun... Aries moon, Scorpio rising. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. This and Aries and uh, Scorpio, like, yeah, boundary yeah. pusher. <laughs> right. Um, Gigi is another kook. Um, so bougie, so aggressive, performative. Uh-huh. We're hanging out the window while we're <laughs> driving. Like, everything's a production. Yeah. Talk about drama queen. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> like, at the at the the boat party where yeah. she's like dance party upstairs like no <laughs> I feel like she is me if I did just like a few more drugs like yeah, I really see no, that literally like <laughs> it's like um like sh- like you're like the friend but you're almost like the chaperone because you're just so overly like aggressive like are you here to party or are you in charge like what are you doing we can't keep up with you yeah. and yeah um so I have just of course air signs across the board yeah. Aquarius sun Gemini moon Libra rising totally so fun yeah. Obsessed. We are also big, crazy rich Asian fans here. Yeah. We love. Dave's read all the books. I've right? read all the books. I could read them all again. So fucking good. And I'm just patiently waiting for the rest of the movies to come out. Because I've, I'm obs- like, I just, I mean, it's. I've watched that movie so many times. Yeah. Since and it honestly, came out. like, the books just get more, like, opulent as yeah. they go on. So I'm like, um, hi, can we get, like, movie versions right. of these? Because they're even crazier. I read the first book. Yeah. Like, the second two books are, like, even richer. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I would like the movie continue. to, you know, be able to watch even more. Well. Yeah, literally. Yeah. We're <laughs> obsessed. I think that's the only movie, like, that's the movie I've watched 
the most number of times in the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mine is probably consistently Devil Wears Prada. Okay. I was going to say that. But Crazy Rich Asians is probably a close one, too. I've watched that multiple times. I recall as a um, youth, as a teen, I there was like a few years where I only watched two movies. (laughs) Do you remember that? I Um, only watched Singing in the Rain and 13 Going on 30 for years. Yeah. If I had two hours of like time, I was like, let's watch something. I I watched one of those movies. I don't remember 13 Going on 30 as much. That wasn't as much say that but like si- yeah singing in, the rain. singing in the rain mainly like i could fucking recite singing in the rain because i like, feel like we entirety. would watch it because you just wanted to watch <laughs> um but Not no th- i would it, i would throw 13 going on 30 in uh-huh. there as well um, but i feel like crazy rotations is the closest i've gotten back yeah to like i'm not joking everyone like it was those two movies were all i watched weird yeah that is weird um but so rachel chill mm-hmm I have Pisces Sun, Gemini Rising, Capricorn Moon. Mm, I like that. Sweet. Yeah. Like can chat in front of people. Yeah. Obviously, like has to be a mutable sign because she did not know what she was getting into (laughs) and she really handled it with grace. Right. Was like, yeah, we'll just figure it out. I know nothing about them, but like, yeah, yeah, literally, like what? Um. So like, definitely some mutable energy there. Um. And yeah, the Capricorn moon because she gets a little, she's like cutthroat. Like yeah. she's very Has like. It in her. Yeah, exactly. Like she will, like she can charm her way through the entire scene with the family, but yeah. as soon as the mom comes for her, she's like, oh, fuck this. Like, no, I will meet you exactly right where you're at. And like, I will like logically, like, we will figure this out. Yeah, literally, like, yeah. she does logic. Um, so then for Nick. I did, like, I think this one, this movie more than others, I did think about, like, their compatibility a lot. Uh-huh. Um, Virgo Sun, uh-huh. Libra Moon, Cancer Rising. Mm-hmm. I like that. that yeah. I, I love like what... Mama's Boy. Yeah. But very, like, very, like, level-headed still, very protective of Rachel, but also, like, it's his family and his mom and his grandma. Yeah. Eleanor is Nick's mom. I have Sag Sun because she like we do learn she that there's is, like, like a, a little past. bit of an outsider. Yeah, yeah, she was like you know. Yeah, she her was own. not like the perfect wife either. Yeah. However, Taurus Moon Capricorn Rising. Yeah, that's I Capricorn for me for sure was yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll close out with Aquamarine. Oh, a classic. A classic. I love Aquamarine. Every time I like I watch this is a movie I do watch kind of often. Every time I post, like, a photo of my TV, I get so many DMs about yeah. Aquamarine. Like, it's just such, like, a collectively, like, loved movie, I feel like. Yes. Like, everyone, like, knows. Yeah. You could post, like, the end of her hair, and it's like, I love Aquamarine. <laughs> so many icons in Yeah, that movie. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you watch it, and you're like, oh, my God, this lineup. And they're so young. They're so little, like, yeah. Like, their faces are so round. <laughs> like, they're so cute and young in it. Um, so, Aqua is a Libra. She's just so willing to, like, mirror everyone around her. And her whole, like, her whole, like, life journey is, like, finding love. Yeah. Like, she just, like, she wants a boy. She, like, goes up to Raymond. She's like, do you love me? Why doesn't he love me? And, like, is that, like, it's the end when they're, like, you found love, Aqua? Or, like, whatever. Like, her whole, like, life path. Like, the reason she gets, like to go back or something i don't know i like me i don't i don't pay attention when i watch movies but i feel like it's like something about her journey as like finding it's like about love yeah 
Um, well, it's like, but oh. like she finds it in friendship, not in a boy. Oh. Is like the thing. It's um her her dad won't let her go back. Yeah, or like until she finds like the meaning of true love or something, and yeah. then she finds it in the girls, which she thinks she's gonna find it in a boy. Right. Um. But yeah, very like Libra, like relationship driven, like life centers around the relationship. Um, but yeah, I mean, she literally just pretends to be like a normal girl. Yeah. And she doesn't know what she's doing at all. And it's so awkward. But yeah. like the mirroring is just like so Libra. Yes. To me. And I feel like um, I feel like there has to be some Pisces energy. In yeah, there as well. totally. We li- like we're a dreamer. A we're a dreamer. Yes, also a fish. <laughs> she's literally a fish. <laughs> I'm like something about her. Something I can't about put me my gives- finger on it. <laughs> it's giving what? Pisces. Maybe though. the starfish earrings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my aqua for Haley and Claire. I have. I'm not like so set on these, but I'm thinking like Haley, Taurus, Claire, Pisces. They are besties and like the Taurus Pisces. Yeah. Energy feels like a good like bestie vibe. Mm-hmm. But like Haley's a lot more like stubborn. She doesn't want to move. Like her mom's going to whatever and she's like a total brat about her mom uprooting her to like take her to Australia for an amazing career opportunity. But she very much like blends into the crowd. It's not like stubborn and like fire energy. It's like she's still gonna like maintain in her ways. Like they're such nerds, these yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And like Claire, I think is just such a Pisces. She's so emotional. She's like afraid of water. She cries <laughs> all the time. She's just like a little sweet girl. Um, but then I think like the like Libra Taurus Pisces like that trio I think makes a lot of sense yeah, for like their dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah I, I like know. that a lot. It's like a cute little friendship. <laughs> for lights out this week, we wanted to talk about the bullshit that we've learned from rom coms. There's quite a lot. I mean, of it. like everything. 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 Just the concept of a rom com, and yeah. that we've all expected our lives to be like that. Literally. I mean, I love a rom com. Love, love, like, but like they're not top tier genre. Yeah, oh, would never want to watch anything else ever. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. There's so much to unpack. Prepping for this episode, like for just the movies that we were gonna do, like I was fuming. Like the way I couldn't, it was so difficult to yeah, find think of a like queer a single movie. There was like we could hardly think of any queer couples or like anything. Like Ella in Confessions. Of a teenage drama queen is the closest I could get to a lesbian. Um, I mean, that's why we did Booksmart, but or like people of color, and of course yeah. we were drawn to like Disney movies. Is that yeah, like, that's, that's like, like what, what we, we think of? And f- just once again, fuck Disney. Obviously, that came mm-hmm. up earlier. Like, like why it shouldn't? Yeah. Like, it, I ba- I feel like that's like why it took me so fucking long to figure out I was a lesbian because you don't see. You don't see yeah, it's not queer like people a or line. people of color even falling in love. Yeah. Like, that's not something that we're, like, taught Happens. through these movies. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, not a thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. But we're grateful for newer. Yeah, so much more, like, 
access and streaming and storylines yeah. yeah among like diversity and things just like different people and like thank fucking god that not everything is just like about like a man coming to save the high school girl like right. oh my god <laughs> yeah gross um um i'm like just to to lighten the air a little bit i do have one just funny story yeah, um I mean, yeah i have one, so one of our one of our slumber party movies from like our friend group growing up um uh-huh. i recall as 27 dresses yeah um there's that one scene where she walks into a proposal of the guy she's in love with and she thinks it's for her. Yeah. But it's not for her. That happened to me, kind of, in <laughs> high school. <laughs> it was after Stop. after after choir practice. We had like I was in like the advanced choir, obviously. And we had like nighttime choir practice. Uh-huh. And y- there was like a door that we all went out of from the choir room to the uh the parking lot yeah and there was no like there was no like window or anything it was like an emergency exit door so you couldn't see what was on the other side of it and I walked out and the boy that I wanted to go to the dance with um who's obviously just the most popular boy in choir yeah um was like out there like holding like a sign like asking someone to go to homecoming with him and I had that like (gasps) that inhale of like oh my god like it's happening and then I was like oh my god oh my god this is not for you like i had the moment of like oh my god keep walking keep walking oh my god wait that's so funny i don't remember that i forget that it happened i mean he was in a minion costume and is a white supremacist so i'm actually very grateful that 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 did not not work out (laughs) oh my god yeah not not great i know could you think of like anything worse no yeah, really bad. But that is that just is so really funny. funny. <laughs> I Literally thought I would just, just share like that. how we project, like <laughs> how we project like movies into our lives. I mean, I always laugh about the fact that like I always say like we talked about this so many times. Like I like put Phantom of the Opera <laughs> as like a growing up slumber party rom com, which like in no fucking way does ever Cheetah Girls and Phantom of the Opera fall into the same category. But for me, I don't know why they are. We used to watch um, Phantom like once a week in music class when I was growing up so for me it's just like a very like ingrained like youth movie um Danny and I were famously (laughs) we were Halloween (laughs) Christine and Phantom um (laughs) but I feel like when I rewatched that recently that was like one of the most like obvious movies that clicked for me that I was like like this is why (laughs) we thought this was romance literally like that is such a freaking creepy movie like he literally like takes her down to the dungeon he has like a doll of her and like dare i say has a lot of similarities between me and my capricorn relationship like yeah like very weird very possessive creative director he's like her vocal coach like so creepy and then like no wonder i thought like i was being wooed and like this was courting mm-hmm. and this was flirting and this is what a relationship was supposed to be Yeah, because I'd watched that freaking movie countless times growing up and you're like this is romance this is a romantic thing he's That's doing so like scary. so scary and like I mean it's like funny now but like I watched that movie and I was like oh yeah. my god like I hadn't watched it in a while and I was like okay yeah, this is fucking scary yeah. like 
no wonder I'm this way. <laughs> and, like, I mean, just think of how many other movies, like, even, like, ones that are way lighter. Like you said, with, like, The Proposal. Yes. Or, like, I don't know, like, movies like The Valentine's. Like, I love, like, The Valentine's Day, The New Year's Eve. Like, things that seem so much more relatable. But yeah. you're still, like, okay, this would never fucking happen. Or, like... Maybe it's not even good if it does. Right. Like, yeah, that's really cute in a storyline. But, like, is that really what we want our life to be like? Totally. One thing that I feel like I must have taken from Mm rom-coms is, like, romanticizing, like, the bad boy that, like, sucks as a person. But, like, is nice to you. Totally. Like, that has been so many of my relationships. And, like, that's horrible. I know. Date a nice person. Like, I don't know. I know. I've been thinking about that a lot, too, lately. I just, like, literally in terms of my life, like, like, why? I don't know. Like, I feel like you, like, like, similar, like, we date, like, men who are, like, mean to other women. Yeah. Like, no. That's gross. Like, don't fucking do that. Don't give them any energy. But, like, it is, like. That's, like, how those movies are. Like, he could, like, punch a girl in the face, but then, like, walks up to you, gives you a hug, and you're like, that's my boy. Like, see how nice he is to me? Like, you are just, like, that's just, like, an acceptable thing in a movie. And you're like, no, he's the nice boy. Like, he's a sweet – he's really a sweetheart. He's just misunderstood. Right. And, like, Like, no, he's an asshole. Like, don't give him the time of day. And don't give him the time of day if you would, like, treat your friend like shit. Or, like, treats the other girls in the hallway like shit. I think hand-in-hand with that is, like – the concept of like trying to change yeah, someone saying the, the makeover it doesn't that doesn't yeah happen i know i literally like keep being like danny grow the fuck up stop <laughs> objectifying men but because like there's like i was thinking about this guy that i know like not very well but i'm like feel like if I just spruced him up a little bit. No. No. He can't. No. Don't spruce him up. He's not a Barbie doll. He's a person. You don't need to fix him. You don't need to dress him. You don't need to spruce him up just so you can, like, have your fake little Barbie doll boyfriend. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Another movie I would like to bring up. Something I have referred to as my Bible. In yeah. the past. Yeah. He's just not that into you. There are some problems with the film. Not everything is I aged well. I have ever seen it. Oh my God. You have to watch I know. it. I have to watch it because I probably would clear up a lot of things. I for me, watch but I don't it. Think I've like, I would it. say I watch it maybe every six months or uh-huh. so. Um, because the. To me, what I take away from the movie is just like the simple concept is of. Like, if someone likes you, they You'll will act know. like it. Yeah. If someone wants to see you, they They'll will see, see you. you. I know. And, like, that is just so, like, I feel like that takes, like, so much, like, pressure off of, like, yeah. situations for me. Like, just, like, letting go of, like, you know what? Like, they're just not that into me. And, like, yeah. that's fine. Like, they don't waste your to, time. They like, would. Yeah. Like, don't waste your time begging people to date you like yeah, there's totally. someone out there that is like gonna be obsessed with you and like yeah. you can't convince someone to like you yeah totally they're either just like going to or they might just like yeah. not and it's not even personal it's not about you yeah yeah this is this is probably my number one fuck this about movies um if someone like the concept of 
if someone's not interested in you, you can wear them down until they are. Yeah. It's true. There are, like, so many, like, stalker plot lines in rom-coms where, like, the guy is just, like, not going to leave the girl alone until Mm -hmm. she's like, you know what? He is kind of great. Like, I know. And I, I feel like that has really affected me. I mean, in a lot of ways. But I think there is just, like... A guy, like, messages you 17 times in a row. And I'm not talking about, like, the random weirdos. But, like, there are people who, like, you kind of know who do that weird shit to you. And you're, like, you feel bad. You're, like, oh, my God, should I go on a date with him? Or, like, you feel like you owe them something because literally it's just, like, oh, well, then they lived happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, no, he's probably just a fucking weirdo with, like, zero self-awareness that he's being over the top and crazy. Like, but, yeah, that is such, like, a a prominent Thing that I feel, I feel like, like you, you do just like it makes me to this day feel guilty about sometimes yeah yes. yeah I feel like you even hear like just like real like I don't know like married couples being like oh I yeah like, out seven times and finally like we she let me go take her on one date and like yeah. here we are with children like I know if someone says no if someone says they're not interested in you and you leave them I alone I respect know. their boundaries like move on yeah this brings us to our mystery date segment every week we tell a listener submitted story and you all get to guess the sign of the person they went on a date with very fun so last week's mystery date was um the the threesome that we tried to we tried to organize during Ramadan and then had to postpone. So we had a friend. We had the doctor. We had the doctor step in and then we all got back together after Ramadan. All they were all Scorpios. All three of them. The listener and the two guys. So <laughs> So good. That just checks out. Checks Need all we the say way more? Out. We got so we got one correct. Yeah, we knew it was a Scorpio and I knew the person who submitted it, so yeah. I knew they were a Scorpio. But yeah, I it makes sense, but we were trying to be like, okay, like variety, variety. Yeah, I, I, I never thought like Let's keep it three simple. Scorpios in one room, like damn. Woo! Fun. So great. So this week's story, I would like to preface with if this story was a rom-com, it would work out in the end, I think. I love that. Um, our listeners' pronouns are she, her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just accidentally looked at the answer, <laughs> so I will not be playing this week. I once went on a couple dates with a guy that slid in my DMs, and he seemed super normal at first. Took me to a bookstore for our first date, and we hung out all night. All super normal and good. Really deep conversations. Well... By our second date, he had already told me that he loved me and was acting super strange. I later told him that it kind of threw me off that he could say he loved me after two dates. Well, he then admitted to me that he was my Uber driver six months ago on a drunk night home from a party and had been stalking my social media waiting for the right time to reach out to me. He said that he was in love with me after two dates because he had spent the previous six months learning everything he could about me so he could convince me to love him too. Needless to say, things ended there. 
If he was interested the night he was my Uber driver, he would have had a way better shot reaching out to me within a week rather than stalking me for six months and sliding in my DMs as if he never knew me. Gross. I've been holding on to this story oh for weeks from now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to scream. Isn't that terrifying? That is like Men are so scary. That is so scary. One, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's incredibly fucked up and crazy. Amazing story, though. That's wild. Like, wow. Um, Okay. So I tried to take notes, and then (laughs) I got like, what the fuck? Um, So bookstore, first date, Mm -hmm. love on second date, Uber driver, stalking for six months. Um, I mean, okay. So... The first two things I thought Gemini, the bookstore mm-hmm. date and then the love on the second date, like Aries, but also Gemini. I feel like for that like fast proclamation right. of love. Yeah, we had but to verbalize it. We know, but like it wasn't actually a second. Like for that's him, yeah. yeah. So like immediately I think that, but then I'm like, okay, this has actually been brewing. Totally. So that takes me back to the drawing board <laughs> a little bit. Um. I've only been stalked by a Capricorn personally, so, like, that does raise that concern that maybe they're a Capricorn, but let me think about it for a second. Like, I just hate to be, like, every crazy person is a Scorpio or a Capricorn, but, like, are they not? So, clearly, this person just made, like, an entire, like, idea of what this person would be, and... I don't know if I feel, like, really called to be, like, they're a Pisces, but there is this, like, kind of, like, imagination, dreamlike headspace that this person was clearly totally. in because, like, you you manic pixie dream girl the shit out of this, like, drunk girl you drove home. Like, you know nothing about her, so, like, to go and, like, do all the Like, I'm sure she's, like, literally iconic and amazing, but, like, you did all this work for someone you just, like, literally, like, like, you made up an entire life up your story. whole relationship yeah. like, like you sure said she's you loved fabulous, her you met like, her twice like that's be like because together. you like did a lot of weird shit in your head before that yeah. um so that is like I don't I don't know like a Jupiter Neptune energy or something mm. for me maybe so like I'm kind of leaning Pisces I guess in that sense just because it's like like what world are you living in yeah right but, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not confident on anything else, but I think there's a little more edge to it. Yeah. Than Pisces. I'm just going to go with my manic pixie dream girl, Pisces. Solid answer. Yeah. Well, we will review next week. Amazing. If you have a story that you think would be great for our mystery date, Please. submit. We have a Google form in our bio links. Please leave us a review if um, you love our podcast. We yeah, would only really if you like it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars Five only. Five stars obviously. only. If not, just like write it in your journal. Yeah, leave, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Tell your therapist. Um, we also have debuted a subscription feature. Uh, to use it, you have to go to our Anchor website. Mm-hmm. Um It's in our bio. If you just click listen, it'll take you right to Anchor. So there's a couple tiers. Honestly, this is like not expected. It is 
at all from us. We love just like making you guys content and this is something that makes us happy. But if you feel inclined to support the pod, the more we can benefit from it, the more we can do because capitalism and that's where we exist. So if you feel inclined to give any amount there's like three tiers I mean personally I would throw like nine I've thrown like 99 cents at the content creators I like because that's just like yeah what I can offer yeah there's like a 99 cent per month tier. yeah and then there's two others um like 4.99 and I don't really know to be honest yeah it's like very it's very small amounts yeah like, um, no pressure, obviously. Yeah, like, but if you feel inclined to support Astro Sluts and want to see more content, more TikToks, more fun shit from us, that's a fun way you can support us. We love you guys. Thank love you for you. listening. Thanks Thank for you. engaging in our content. We'll see Have you a great next week. week. <laughs>